Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Our guest today is Brandy Hagelin. Brandy is the coordinator for the Brainerd Online School. Brandy, welcome to Community Focus. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. For our listeners that don't know, uh, tell us about the Brainerd Online School. This is relatively new, isn't it? Relatively new. We're in our third year. And so the past two years, we spent really growing the program and making sure we want it to be what it can be in terms of having support, in terms of making sure that everything is placed to make it a good education yeah. for students. Brady, now when you say three years, we all think, oh, 2020, did this come out of the pandemic in that situation? It didn't actually come out of the pandemic, but I do want to address that a little bit. Sure. Because usually when people hear online school, mm-hmm. they automatically think of COVID and what online school was oh. during that period, which I get that reaction a yeah. lot. <laughs> yeah. You have a lot of parents saying, oh, I remember what that was like, and I don't (laughs) want my kids to go through that again. But this is extremely different. Extremely, not even slightly extremely. extremely. I mean, that was called e-emergency learning for a reason. And what we have with Brainerd Online School is very deliberate. It's very thought out. Mm -hmm. um, And it's very, like, the the credibility is there as a school. Yeah. In fact, if now, correct me if I'm wrong, but online classes were started across the state to offer kids from smaller districts that, let's say, they don't have an economics class. Yes. And you wanted to go to college for economics. You mm. could go online yep. and find that. Is, am I correct? In yes. That? Yeah. that That is one of the major reasons. I mean, there are a variety of reasons of why students choose to go online. It can be anything from the social, but with the academic part that you're talking about, it's it's being it's it's having that opportunity to take classes that maybe weren't available to you before. Like mm-hmm. right now, we have online American Sign Language, which um, we have a the yeah we have a first year and a second year. We have we we cover so many of the core clo- co- core classes. <laughs> yes, yeah. so many of the core classes, uh-huh. but then we also do a lot of those electives as well. Interesting. Hmm. So how many uh, classes are offered right now at the Brainerd Online Learning School? We have 23. Oh, my. And all of the teachers, they're actually in person at the high school. So the level of support is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, a question would be, can students from outside of the Brainerd School District then enroll in Brainerd Online School? They actually can. And we would love to see that demographic grow for Brainerd Online School. Yeah. Okay. And are there some of those, obviously that's a good example of American Sign Language being offered. Are there other uh, classes that uh, smaller schools might not find? We do everything from interpersonal communications to game design, which is, I mean, game design gets a lot of people from a lot of different areas within it because it just... It, it captures people's imagination and they want to learn how to do that. And it's a good stepping stone to say, am I interested in doing this in college? Because mm. if I don't like it here, I may not want to do it in college, but you have that background for it. Yeah. And let's talk about the age group, because when you say Brainerd schools, we're thinking kindergarten through 12. Mm-hmm. But could this be someone who maybe hasn't earned their diploma? They want to go over their GED. Talk to us a little bit about that aspect. Well, right now we're nine grades 9 through 12. 9 through 12. Okay. Um, in the future, we would think of expanding it in terms of maybe seeing a little bit more of the of the middle school. But right now, we just okay. want to make sure it's established to where sure. it needs to be before we 
make it grow bigger and and then we don't have as much support for it but we are we're doing it properly okay that's good to know so when a student signs up for classes Mm -hmm. uh, 9 through 12 at Brainerd Mm -hmm. High School um, are the online classes listed right there along with the other requirements and so on when you look at the course registration book the course catalog they are listed like you have world history and it's listed right underneath it in terms of online and being able to take that and to sign up for that. Interesting. Hmm. Ah, fascinating. Um, and you said there are plans for expanding the course offerings at this point? There's there's nothing concrete yet. Okay. It is kind of seeing where it takes us and making sure that we can handle any type of expansion. Yeah. How many students are enrolled now in online classes? We have about 350. Whoa. Yeah. I get that reaction a lot when I tell people. I was not expecting it to be that big yet, but that's incredible. And right now, students are taking, you can take up to 50% of your classes online. And so we have the most, the greatest amount of students are taking like one class Mm -hmm. um, with a few less taking two classes online. And there's even less taking three classes. But that number of three classes is very much growing. Hmm. Now, is this something the kids can sit at the school and take online, or is this are they generally in a home situation? Um, it can be either or. We have students that if you have an online class, then you have an open hour. Okay. And so for that open hour, let's say it, it's fourth hour, you can go into, well, you can be in the school already. And if you have been in the recently renovated school, you know there are a ton of places mm-hmm. that are nice and quiet and they can work on their online classes. And like I said before, you have teachers that are right there. Mm-hmm. So if they do need help, they have that option of being able to go in in person for that. Wow. Where was this when I was in school? Yeah. See, <laughs> right? Can, yeah. Yeah. That's a really, really interesting. Um, and talk about uh, these classes are, again, the rigor is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to meet certain standards, don't oh, you, yes. that the state lays out? Yes. Oh, very much so. So the Department of Education, we all have the benchmarks, we all have the standards Mm -hmm. that we have to follow. And just because you're online, that it's it's absolutely no different. We need to make sure that we have that rigor, like you mentioned, and that we are following the guidelines. And even with the Department of Education, they have it set up for online schools, so they work directly with us to ensure that we we meet those expectations. Interesting. Are there other districts in this area or in the state that are doing the same similar? Yep, there okay. are. Okay. I can't even, I won't even know a number at this point, but even within our area, okay. um, they have it in central Minnesota as well. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, and talk a little bit about, uh, for the average student, they would be submitting papers online. They do homework online. They, they do. I know it sounds like, well, how do we do all of that? We use a program. It's a learning platform called D2L. And I think if any anybody out there has taken um, any type of college course recently, most colleges and universities, including Central Lakes College, they use D2L. So it's all done through that learning platform. Mm-hmm. And so you can have, you can watch your videos through that. You can submit your work through that. You can do online discussions through D2L. And even more so, what I like to say, it it really supports the students in if they want to go to Central Lakes College, if they want to go to any type of college university, they are going to encounter that same type of platform. Ah. So it's just preparing them for it right now. Yeah. 
That's cool. Yeah, it really is. Um, and um, if we have parents listening that didn't know it existed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that possible? Yes, that mm-hmm. is extremely possible. I actually stepped into this role a couple of months ago. And when I tell people what I do, they say I had absolutely no idea that this was here. But that also, it wasn't surprising because we did want to start off smaller mm-hmm. to make sure that we did it properly before we really started reaching out and saying, hey, we we believe in this. We think this is a great choice for certain students. And mm-hmm. hey, come check us out. You got a good footing and off and running. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very interesting. Hmm. Um, Are you finding uh, that students, once they enroll, they enjoy it and uh, take more classes? Or do some find, oh, this isn't what I thought? Uh, Talk about that aspect. I I mean, there is, I would say there's a certain percentage of each. We would have more that say, I really like this flexibility because I want to have an open seventh hour so I can go work. Because Mm -hmm. that that is important to a lot of students. Um, For some students, they say, hey, this isn't for me, and um, I don't think I'm going to do this next semester, which is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. It is everybody learns differently. Yeah. And True. so this makes sure that we can offer something to all of the learners out there in the way that they like best want to take a course. What are some of the more popular courses that the students choose to take online over maybe some others? We get a lot right now of seniors that are taking like their economics and their American government. Um, we have quite a few PSEO students that are taking advanced algebra through the high school to meet that requirement. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So those core classes right now are, are pretty big because okay. they have to have them. But it does give you that flexibility if you are going to be out of the building for college classes um, or if you want to make sure like as a senior and you're going off to like, let's say you're in girls tennis and you are leaving at noon every day. This allows you to be like, okay, I'm going to work on this class Mm -hmm. on Wednesday and get Thursday's work done. So then I'm not missing anything while I'm out for sports or any activities. I hadn't thought of that aspect, but that mm-hmm. is true, isn't it? For a lot of the uh, athletes yes. that uh, have to leave school early, this yes. would be perfect for them to take certain classes that yep, way. Yep, it works out very well for them. So ASL as one of them, I would call mm-hmm. that a more unique class. Are there other types of classes like that, like, say, music or other we, languages? Or? We haven't gotten to that point okay. yet, but hopefully in the future we will be able to offer that. Cool. Hmm. All right. And uh, – Correct me if I'm wrong, Brandy. You said that uh, all of these classes are taught by current yes. teachers. Is there, uh, if you expand, would you have simply online teachers? And that is a question that has come up of what will this look like in the future? Yeah. And that really depends on how many students do we have? How many courses are we offering? And so we would have to kind of, you know, cross that hurdle when we get to it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very interesting. Now, Tessa asked you how many other schools are doing this. Are there, if you will, independent companies that do this as well? There are quite a few, actually. Really? Um, yeah, and that do will do full-time where they have their teachers across the state. Students are across the state, and they may meet in person, have some kind of activities throughout the year where they meet in person. But for the most part, for, for, for those companies, it is – um, you are you're working from home, and you are as a student 
um, you know what you have to do to, to get those classes done. And so this is just when we look at Boz, which Brainerd Online School, it's just more of the hybrid at this point. Yeah. And it seems like a little bit more personal because mm-hmm. they have those teachers available to them in yes. person as needed. Yep. And our teachers yeah. are wonderful. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Bottom line to all this, uh, students still have to pass these classes. They do. Mm-hmm. If you do not pass it, um, you don't get the credit. You don't get the credits, you don't graduate. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, we have to show through the Department of Education that we have the rigor that is there mm-hmm. and that we are meeting these standards. And so we make sure that that is input into these online classes. Very interesting. Wow. Yeah. Well, if parents want to find out more uh, and they have questions, what should they do? Well, they can go to isd181.org, and we're listed under Brainerd Online School. Or they can give me a call at 218-454-6273. Or my email is brandy.haglin at isd181.org. Anything else that we may have missed that we should know about Brainerd Online School? I don't know. I think we I think we covered a lot of it, but it is it's just full of potential. And if you're interested, check it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Offering flexibility for students yes. and uh, possibly credits that they might not see otherwise. Yeah, uh, very uh, much so. Yeah. Very interesting. This is good. Yeah. Brandy, right. thank you so much for being here to talk about Brainerd Online School. I think we found out a lot, and yeah. uh, maybe we'll see you again right. sometime. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you. Brandy Haglin is the coordinator for the Brainerd Online School. Again, you can go to the school's website to find out more and find Brandy's contact information there as well. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be found anytime there on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. Or you can listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.